nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? <laughs> I, did it, I did it when I was yawning the other day. It was a really good one. All right, welcome, Nerdables, to episode 84. Once more, we are doing our dynamic duo ca- cast, since it's just Chris and I. Do cast. Do cast. Duo cast. Uh, this time we're going to discuss the first images of Suicide Squad, uh, Vanity Fair, Star Wars spread. Really, Star Wars? We never talk about Star Wars. Uh, How are we talking about the announcement? The possible announcement of the second anthology movie for Star Wars. Yet again. Yet again, and Avengers topping the box office. So, yeah, Chris, what do you think of the uh, Suicide Squad picture? Did it make you more excited for the movie or less? Uh, it's probably the same. I didn't hate it. I thought it was kind of intriguing. I liked, uh, I thought Deadshot looked, looked not too bad. Yeah. Supposedly, the, is, it, is there a shot of him? In a cowboy outfit? Sorry. No. Uh, is there a shot of him with a mask? That was the thing. Uh, I think there was a second picture that came out that I didn't. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm obviously not prepared for this. <laughs> um. Did I catch you off guard? Um. No, yeah. The, what'd you think of uh, Harley? I uh, I don't know if I'm the right person to ask because I'm not one of those big Harley fans that gets really upset when it changes things. I thought she looked fine, but I don't know. When I first saw the picture, I thought it was a cosplay picture, and I thought that was Chloe Dykstra standing there. Because when she's in co- when when maggot is maggot maggot when maggot when Margot when Margot is in costume she looked a lot like um, Chloe Dykstra for some reason. No. But yeah, I, I liked it. I, I even thought Will Smith looked. I liked his his look. Uh, it's more of actually finding out who the whole thing was. Uh, so it's Slipknot, Captain Boomerang, Enchantress, Katana. Rick Flag, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Killer Croc, and El Diablo. That's the oh, there's there's the yeah. He tweeted out a solo shot as Smith as Deadshot with the helmet. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't. So that one looked kind of weird with the white. Yeah, the pure white. But helmet. you know that's not going to stay on very very long. No, <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, I guess we should follow David Iyer's Twitter. Huh? Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, the other the Killer Croc one's probably the one as being like a big Killer Croc fan. I didn't really like his look at all. They gave him the look that he had in the Joker comic or in the trade, the one that was put out when uh, after um, Dark Knight when they they tried to make him more realistic. You know, they they did the Joker look like Heath Ledger. They did uh, the Riddler to look a little bit like Johnny Depp with tattoos yeah. and whatnot. Um, and Croc had more of a human look to him with like scales. Yeah, it's definitely like the, the, the disease type of thing. Uh, I really, I was surprised. I really liked Katana. I thought the Katana looked good. Yeah, but I mean, we'll. we'll I was surprised we'll about see, Katana because you really look at it and you're just like, we're not going to see this many characters on the screen that are going <laughs> to. That's a big ensemble. Yeah, I mean, it's huge, and, and you still don't have the you know the villain is 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 the Joker for so it so it's like well and. Uh, and Lex Luthor's supposed to be in it too. I can't imagine it's going to be more than a cameo, to be honest. But you know, I've been wrong mostly before. <laughs> um, I can't imagine he's going to have that big a role. It may be part of the setup or something like maybe he gives a Joker some money or something like that. But this because Batman vs Superman comes out in twenty twenty five, right? So what is this twenty thirty one? Yeah, something like that. Um, well, you know that they're saying that Jared, uh, Jared Leto is supposed to be making a cameo in Batman vs Superman too. Batman, or, you know, not two, but also. I'll say, is there Batman vs Superman <laughs> two already? That's announced for 2016, 2065. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I, I don't. The DC lineup hasn't really blown my socks off, so I'm not. There's nothing that they announced at any point that I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to see that." So, well, this I'm picture kind of, made me more excited about it, or more, I should say, more hopeful, because I was really, really. They look good. The costume design is is fine. Will Smith looks fine. Um, I I, I when they first announced Margot as as Harley, I loved that idea. I you know. What she did in Wolf of Wall Street and 
Well, I haven't seen her in the. Uh, I've just seen the trailer for that Will Smith movie, but I think she's a perfect fit for that, that Will Smith movie that nobody saw. Um, yeah, I mean, just, she's fine. I mean, again, I'm not the biggest Harley fan, so do I'm you not really do the you right like that person. costume look for Harley though? Depends on what kind of character they're going to give her. I mean, it's obviously closely. That man is huge. <laughs> Holy crap. ESPN LeBron James historian. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, here we go. Off the rails here. What why is he happening? Kid and play. I don't know. They're, they're talking about LeBron James, and ESPN has a LeBron James historian, historian. on staff. God. And he's not a small human being, which I can say because I am a huge human being as well. But it just, he fills the screen so big. And it's just like, how can you keep up with LeBron? Anyway. Um, Harley and her I'm not roller a, derby outfit. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 in line with the, the, the new 52 changes to her ensemble and her personality. So yeah, that's you, what they're... Yeah, because you notice her hair, they went with more of the purple and red than the, than the traditional... Well, didn't they just do white and red? It was like cotton candy colors, wasn't it? The, the, her hair had purple or blue in it. It did. Yeah. Which is more of the new 52 style. Dude. Oh, yeah, I guess it does. I can't, like, I can't get a picture. To zoom on iPhone? Uh, well, it's, I can't get a picture that actually zooms because I'm now on, like, the mobile Twitter. If you go to if you go to our, our Facebook page, Nerdable's Facebook page, there's a second picture ever up there. Um, yeah, no, I, I like, I'm more curious about this film now. I, I Curiosity is probably the best we could hope for at any point at this point. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I don't. Uh, yeah, you had to scroll. There's I put up a lot of stuff today. There. Yeah, it's not that. I'm going through a whole bunch of different things. I'm not even talking into <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> He's not People really. We understand what the hell I'm saying because I'm looking down. But yeah. It's been, it's been a long week. Not knowing what the, what the story plot you know, is about and not really knowing much other than who's in it. About them trying to go see Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I got it here. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's it's definitely cotton candy in the white and yeah. red and or pink and blue. But it's definitely like a roller derby type outfit. Yeah. I don't know. I I I hope it's good. I I want Well everybody hopes it's good. I hoped Godzilla was gonna be good. It's not. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, any more thoughts on on that or? Nope, because there's not. A... <laughs> that's that's about it. I'm not, I'm not the right person to ask about. <laughs> you, you haven't been really excited about any of the DC stuff, even the television stuff, other than Flash and Arrow. No, not really. I mean, I have more connection to Marvel stuff, but it's just the fact that Marvel's output, you know, minus Agents of Shield, uh, has been a Which lot has better. Which has gotten better. Yeah. Agent Shield's gotten much better. Yeah, Agent Shield gets a lot better, and then you watch Daredevil and go, "Why would I watch this?" Yeah, that's what we should. Oh, we talk about that article, but we'll that's too far away. Oh yeah, um, all the the Josh Whedon. Hey, maybe we shouldn't have done this. <laughs> no right. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, you were going to say that you don't you love Josh Whedon so much that he could have never said that. Oh no, I was going to ask you real quick. What do you think of the uh, spinoff uh, Arrow and Flash that they're bringing back, Sarah? We, or talked about, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I'm, were you here? Yeah. Okay. Oh. I think it was like, I don't know how, I mean, obviously it's going to have to be a clone or something. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. It could be the Lazarus Pit. God, I hope not. I think they would have done enough with Lazarus Pit. Okay, so what do you think about the Vanity Fair Star Wars spread? Uh, I didn't get to see all of it. I just saw a couple of the, the pictures real quick because I'll actually pick up the issue. But, um, I mean, they do this every every new movie they've had her for vanity fair go and, and picked up a friend of mine who's a star wars fan was like oh i've never picked up a vanity fair before but i'll go get one I was like you I don't remember when they did this for for episode one and episode two and episode three no I was like, yeah it's every, every time lucas invites any Libywitz to come and and shoot pictures yeah i think i i think i have all the vanity fair yeah i've got them I, st- I still have them somewhere I don't know if I could tell you where they were, but I remember when episode one came out, it was like huge. It was like, oh my it, god! Well, remember the episode one? It had like a, a trifold to bring out yeah. all of the members. Bring all the members. I mean, it's it's cool to see some of the the characters you see Ry- Rilo Ken, yes, or whatever without his his hood. It, it's more of like confirmations story. of stuff that who would be playing who. 
Did you like that picture though with the snowtroopers? Yeah. Well, I liked the video when they were showing the snowtroopers in yeah. the background. That was cool. And then you know we get um, the actress from Game of Thrones is playing Captain Phasma, and it was funny because when I saw that, I remembered when the names were announced, we were like, "Who the hell is this? Who is yeah. Captain Phasma? What is this going to be?" And now we know it's the Chrome Trooper is Captain Phasma, and it's a woman. Yes, it is. Stormtroopers have women and black people. What, what's the world coming to? They're diverse. I was like, <laughs> I was kind of wondering, like, when are we going to hear the backlash for that? Because there was so much of that stupid backlash when it was shown that uh, the, the the first stormtrooper there was. I can't remember any of these actors' names. All of a sudden, um, well, uh, was it? Luka? It is kind of interesting the way that the picture's taken with um, Riddle, not Riddle. The heck is the character's name? The female, Ray. Ray with with Ray. I mean, she's in the the Falcon cockpit with Han Solo and Chewbacca. And now I'm starting to think maybe she's Han Solo's like I said progeny. Well, we I had said I think I said it when it's the the when they kind of announced what her character was doing. Yeah, I'm like boy, that sure sounds like Legacy too, doesn't it? So, yep. uh, Ludipa was it Young? Uh, the actress Nyong'o. from Yeah, Twelve Years a Slave. Lu- it's Lupita Nyong'o. She's playing Maz Kanadata. I think they should have just used Kenata. her real name. It I know, right? Star Wars enough. It's K. It was a beautiful name. It's just like the, her characters. Maz I see. You know Kenata. how they got all these characters' names, right? What? They took their real names and then they gave them to John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome Maz Abaza. Okay, how do you how do you, how would you pronounce K A N A T A? K A N is Khan. Yes. A T A. Yes. Kanata. Kanata. Yeah. Maz Kanata is who she's playing. And apparently this I'm, picture might like, have her in it of the of the <laughs> of the Rogues Gallery. Oh, the, 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 yeah, I didn't even get a chance to really look at that at the bottom there. And then they do the traditional pilot pose. <laughs> that one was cool. I actually like that picture a lot. I like that picture. It's it's a that's a great hero picture. I mean, if you're going to be but is so is is that the same guy you see in the trailer in in the cockpit? Yes. Wow, he looks totally different. Yes, uh, that's that's uh, uh, that's Oscar Isaac. It's Poe. I didn't even realize that was the same one. Yeah. Yeah, he looks. What he looks like is when he's in the cockpit. It looks like uh, Rogue Two. Yeah, we said it. It looks like he's on Hoth. Yeah. It was. It was totally when I first saw that shot. I'm like, oh, it's just the Hoth shot. In fact, I think it's the Hoth actor. But yeah, everything else that's with him is not. It doesn't yeah. look like him at all. I mean, that's a great shot. I love that shot. I thought that shot was fantastic. Oh, yeah, I did too. And then the cover shot where they were doing it. Yeah. And which, then the shot of, of Captain Phasma is great too. And the, with yeah. The background and the and you actually see that it is chrome. Oh, it, yeah. No, it's actual chrome. Because to me, it looked like it was like maybe a, a real shiny black originally. Yeah. No, because it was a reflection of the uh, the walls that she's she's walking through. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's just more it's more info. It's more exciting. I love the that actress being... The stormtrooper commander. I mean, the, we'll see. You're talking about the Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, Gwendolyn, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. She. I think she's a. I think she's amazing. I think it's a perfect choice for that. Yeah, it will just be cool to see a huge, intimidating character. It could be Will as a henchman, or you know, again, we don't know whether where, where the loyalties lie of these. Has always been the rumors that uh, um, the 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 stormtrooper there is actually going to be working for the resistance, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe that it's it's. It, it could be almost a civil war movie within the within the first order is that there's a number of characters that are kind of rebelling against you know from within yeah we or know I mean like we so know Finn we'll is a stormtrooper yeah he uh, he leaves did you know that on his remember the concept picture that was in the case with his costume in uh, in the uh, episode seven uh, mm-hmm. you know costume area one of the concept arts is him holding or he's got Luke Skywalker's lightsaber on his belt could be just a reference though yeah just use it as he has it with or him, he so. finds the lightsaber no yeah, something yeah um, um on the tatooine planet that's not tatooine jacool ja tatooine cool <laughs> do, you, do you like ja that tatooine. idea of going giving another desert planet i just well i think it's <laughs> someone asked me today as we were talking about mad max and they said, why do they keep rebooting these things? And I said, because you want to make that movie. You want to make the post-apocalyptic driving through the desert blowing stuff up movie. But if you don't call it Mad Max, everyone's just going to tell you you're ripping off Mad Max. Right. So it's kind of like, 
it's, 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 they don't use Tatooine because they don't want to be accused of just keep going back to Tatooine. But if you call it a different name, it's just like, why don't you just use Tatooine? Yeah, exactly. Like, why wouldn't you use Tatooine? Maybe they changed the name of Tatooine. Kind of like how it's, you know, it's, it's Istanbul, not Constantinople anymore. Yeah, no, because they're saying but of course, that... that's, that's nobody's business but the Turks, so. <laughs> well, know. no, this happens. I mean, it has to be a very close proximity proximity to Endor because this ba- the Battle of Jakku takes place right after the Battle of Endor. Well, there's, there's a lot of ships in the galaxy. It doesn't have to be right next but to But the there. Rebel fleet was all at the Battle of Endor. They can travel. It goes faster than light. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense, yeah. Um, so st- speaking with Star Wars... For the second time, how much Star Wars are we doing? <laughs> Boba Fett was announced as the second. Well, not announced. Install- well, it wasn't announced. It wasn't officially announced. They're saying that Boba Fett will be the second anthology film, and now they're the saying the rumor is continue to be that the second that one of the the rumor started as one of the two anthology films, one of the two standalone films would be Boba Fett story. Correct. And then it became. Someone came out and said, it's not going to be Boba Fett at all. Right. We're not going to do either of them as Boba Fett, so just shut up. And then it got announced. Finally, oh, the title's Rogue One. That could be Boba Fett. Boba Fett's a rogue. He's a bounty hunter. He's rogue. He's a Boba Fett. Boba Especially Fett's when Boba they Fett. said it wasn't going to be Boba about... Fett. It's going to be Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Hey, it's about the stealing the plants for the Death Star. Boba Fett could steal it. It's not about Boba Fett. <laughs> Batman's a scientist. He's not a scientist. It's <laughs> not Batman. Um, but so now the rumor has started again. That is with Boba no Fett official continuity. Origin that the Boba Fett origin, which if you're going to do it, you might as well do it soon because that kid ain't getting any longer younger. Um, the weird thing is because if he's a perfect clone, yes, then Daniel Logan, if it's set twenty odd years after Episode Two, shouldn't be he, he should look like Timon Morrison. <laughs> no, but wasn't the, there was one in between them? Remember the the there was one the clones in uh, Episode Two. Weren't that that wasn't Timo sitting there? It was it was there was another one when they were sitting in the red costume back when they were looking back and forth while yeah, they're eating. But that's that's not. Wouldn't he be? It depends on where it's set because Timo Morrison's character, both of their Django Fett, is in his late thirties, yeah, thirties. So if you set it like thirty years after, it should actually be him. So whatever, whatever. And it's it's not. Nobody even knows if that's really it. There was official news that came out for. The second standalone film this week. Oh, yeah? Did you not hear this? No. They fired the director. Oh, yes. I knew that. Yeah. Yes. Josh Trank? Yes. Trank, tank, tank, the, Trank the Tank? Yes. Who reported, reportedly, the the Ruben Bills fly is because uh, Simon Kinberg worked with him on Fox's Fantastic Four franchise. Yes, he did. And there were, were, there were rumors and in, innuendo in swirling that he was an absolute disaster on that set mm-hmm. and off that set, causing thousands of dollars worth of damage to where he was staying. Right. That the reshoots for the movie, while producers and Fox were saying this is normal reshoots for a major motion picture, the rumor mill, the gossip mill kept saying they were reshooting a lot of stuff because the stuff that they shot was worthless because of him. He was, I didn't even realize he was the, he was the director of the second anthology film. He was supposed to appear at Celebration. He did not because Lucasfilm had his directorial job under review, quote unquote. And then it was announced today or yesterday that he is no longer he is no longer attached to that project, and they are searching for a new director. Yeah, that that I did hear, but I didn't I didn't hear the uh, part that he was supposed to be at Celebration. He was supposed to be at Celebration. He was supposed to be a part of that final panel. That final panel was supposed to be both of them. It was supposed to be Gareth Edwards who's doing Rogue One and the director of the, I think even in the app until like the last day, it said the director of the second anthology film was going to be there. Huh. And then he wasn't there. Yeah, that's, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, oh God, okay, here we go again. But then after I, the news came out that Ali was about, you know, on the set of Fantastic Four, I was like, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if he's going to be a problem, then... But, you know, with Marvel and with, you know, Lucasfilm, it doesn't seem like Disney's doing a bad job, so I'm going to trust them until I see something I don't like. Ant-Man. Even, yeah. Even Ant-Man. I, I'm still... Uh. Ant-Man is going to be the most interesting film, because there's a couple of things that have come out with Ant-Man. 
And the biggest thing being the thing that I posted maybe last week, where Josh Whedon said the original script for Ant-Man, the original treatment, the original script for Ant-Man was the, the best thing. Yeah. Was the best thing that Marvel would have ever produced. With this stuff that Josh Whedon keeps saying. Now, Josh Whedon has been talking Josh. for the last whatever. I don't really care. Or, um, or as Kevin Smith calls him, Yoss. 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 Yoss a Whedon. Um, oh, you know Escobar actually did something. Uh, he was talking. The, the, the gist of this seems to be, I love Marvel. I love working for Marvel. Why aren't you doing Infinity Gauntlet? Oh, my God. I can't do one of these films again. I can't do two of these films again. I can't do one of these films again, much less two. Yeah. There's no way I can do this. I'm. He's done with his time with Marvel. He's he's kaput. He's done. He's not but doing from it. From what it sounded like, there was a little bit of a, a rumor going around that Marvel is upset with him now. Well, they see. I, I think they might be. If if they're upset with anything, it's because he's kind of, you know, telling tales out of school. He was talking about Agents of Shield and why he yes. left as a showrunner was that. He never wanted to tie Shield in with the movie verse. Right. That the TV verse, even though it's in the same world, should really be separate, treated separately as the movie verse world. Somebody else said that too. I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was me. But that they had problems trying to connect that that show with Winter Soldier. Right. And we saw the problems where it, they were stretching that thing out to get to Winter Soldier. Be interesting for five minutes, and then keep going. Do you like how they did it this time, though? It was better, but it definitely wasn't necessary in any way, shape, or form. Because no, now but... you're you're kind of saying the bulk of what the, the, it, 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 it opens a lot of questions too. Because Maria obviously knows Coulson's alive. Yes. Fury obviously knows Coulson's alive. Yes. No one on the Avengers knows Coulson's alive. Do you think that Tony So you're Stark sitting here again? Know? No. Because why would you not have that it's got to be in there somewhere. You could The use, point that the whole the whole reason that. the Avengers get together is But that's the thing. Is you had this big this is why it was a mistake from the very start. And this is something that Josh Whedon was talking about. The movie people were upset because Agent Coulson as a character was used in TV. Right. Because as they said Avengers 2 and the movie-verse going forward is treating it as if Coulson is dead. Well, they're just not mentioning him. That's what I'm saying, though. They're See, treating it as if he's dead because him being alive, much like we talked about <clears throat> with Thor being in the Battle of New York, uh -huh. is there needs to be some acknowledgement of the fact that he came back to Earth and he never saw Jane. Jane punches him in Thor 2 and just like, that's for coming back and not saying anything to me. You get that sort of piece. There's nothing right. here about the fact that either Tony Stark knows and he's lying to everybody else, or Maria and and Nick, Maria works for Stark Industries. Yes. If she's not been knowing, and obviously she does, she shows up in the show she earlier talks, this yeah. season, right? And she talks to him at the before. Yeah. So, no, what I mean, like early, early, right, on. right. She's right. known for. I mean, she's for been on the show months of yes. of the in terms of the of the time that that. That's in the. She was the, in the, the very world. first episode. Yeah, when they brought she was him in the back. First episode. So she's been lying to Tony about yes. Coulson being, which alive. wouldn't be unusual because she's technically working for Shield. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's a lot more questions to this. It's also saying this entire season that we've been watching is really about what Coulson's doing for the movie that you just saw or you were going to go see. As he's been going around the world to try and get these pieces to figure out where the scepter is. Well, obviously Hill's going to be back in the show again because she knows the Theta program protocol or whatever. Maybe, but this is the thing. But here's the thing. This is hold on, hold on. There was an article that I read. I, I, I wish I could find it again. I, I know I put it on my my thing. I actually I do want to find it. Stall. Okay. Did you think when during Age of Ultron? As I was don't ask this, me questions. I'm looking for something. Well, during during the movie when. When spoiler, if you haven't seen it, when Nick Fury shows back up towards the end with his big re-entry, and he says, "I had the help of some friends," did you think that maybe it was going to be the Agents of Shield? No. Do you think that it still could be, and that Maria Hill does know, and that Tony Stark does know, and they could actually use that as a good catalyst for Civil War? I don't. I don't think Stark should know. And because I we already Stark know that know. Tony keeps secrets from Steve. 
because of the Ultron program and everything, that would be a really big secret to keep from Steve and all of a sudden introduce as a major rift between the two of them. Yeah, but again, it's it it's hard to and it'd to be kind something that was already that, established, but also see um because you you know with, with with doing it that way you don't have to establish something new. Well, if if you have something where your your movie producers and people have already said that they don't really want to deal with this whole thing, I don't know if really they're going to use that. We may have to edit this and pause it. How long ago did I freaking share this? Where the hell is it? And you know the funny thing is I was listening to uh, while you're doing that Kevin Smith and oh, uh, Ralph Garman doing an episode, and they did something in it, and then you hear Kevin go, "Yeah, we should just cut that out. We'll just we'll start from the next line." I was like, "Wow, how many times have we done that same yep. thing?" But we'll cut it out. Yeah, here it's like, like stall for time here. Yeah, exactly. Because wait, I got it's look. gonna be May. I love that one so much. <laughs> I've got to look something up. Picture. Hold on. Hold on, the the puck podcast does this too because Doug will start looking something up. <laughs> it's not, I hate it. I hate the app that like deletes days out of your stupid, uh, your out of Facebook? your timeline. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like there's nothing there, and then all of a sudden it's celebration from two weeks ago. And hey, I'm like, I know, know it was before that. We picked up a couple of new uh, subscribers to our Facebook page, and Mike Altier started following us on iTunes or uh, Tune In. He, he uh, Mark, IT, Mark, and I'm shit. Sorry, Mike. Mike uh, Altair or Altier is from uh, Adam Carolla's guys that we interviewed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I got a notification that he is uh, subscribed to us on TuneIn. I'm like, cool. Which we need to bring him on the next, or we need to see if he wants to come on for another Star Wars show. He wanted to do one. This was it. And he seemed, yeah. to, he seemed to know a lot about the expanded universe and whatnot. So, did you find it finally? I'm trying to find something here to do. Because we are, I'm really stalling. Yeah, well, that's why we have editing. <laughs> but then you lose the reality of it. Uh, yeah, such a change by Cruise Wix. Yeah, thanks. According to Josh, Josh Haas Whedon, there was, in fact, a schism between the movie people, TV people, the studio. Speaking to IGN, Age of Ultron director, we feel that there were some none too pleased that there were some. That were none too pleased with the creation of Agents of Shield, particularly with what it meant for Agent Coulson character and the Shield organization itself. Quote: I think actually the movie people were a little bit cross about the TV show. They were sort of like, "Well, you can have this, but not this, and this, but not that." It's complicated enough as it is without me adding another layer of complication. We also created a TV show called Shield right before they made a movie where they destroyed Shield, so everybody's having a great time. Um, it was kind of what what this one reviewer was saying was if you're if the show has to tie into all these movies then it doesn't need to exist as a show right it has no reason to exist we look at something especially after daredevil is released where we see a show that is firmly established in the marvel universe it has a tone much like a lot of other marvel properties but does not have to tie in into anything and it's able to stand on its own if you haven't seen a single marvel movie but you enjoy a hard-hitting batman type film you'll enjoy daredevil like crazy right so it's kind of like, it just isn't. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Says Marvel's never expecting him to turn out television program in order to deal with oversee phase two of the MCU. They did a great job balancing all out the speed bumps. But he actually says that part of the reason that he left was because of the uh, the fact that he had to tie it into to something. There was another quote that was in there, but now I can't see it. Oh my God. There's all these. Well, speaking of Joss Whedon, it just, just came out just now that uh, he has. Uh, Gone off Twitter. He's deleted his Twitter account. His last two twits, tweet, twits. twits. His last two tweets were, "Now lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep." Um, and it was uh, he in reference to the final. Uh, let's see. It says in reference to the Avengers sequel finally being released. If I should die before I wake, ah, K. And then his final tweet was, "Thank you to all the people who've been so kind and funny and inspiring." Up here, okay. so yeah. So uh, back to the, uh, what, what, the IGN article. Uh, As of Clark Lake's Phil Coulson, who was killed off in the Avengers, would ever revive for the big screen. Whedon said, "Quote: Yeah, he's dead. The entire television series is just a fever dream. It's a Jacob's Ladder moment he's having at the point of death. 
but we don't give that away until after season seven. And, that, and then there's a snow globe. Now I've given it away. Bullock. It's a weird little yes and no. <laughs> he added, quote, as far as I'm concerned in the films, yes, he's dead. In terms of the narrative of these guys, the Avengers, his loss is very important. When I created the television show, it was sort of the understanding that this can work and we can do it with integrity. But these Avengers movies are for people to see the Avengers movies and nothing else. And it would neither make sense nor be useful to say, oh, and by the way, by the way, remember me? I died. So it, it definitely is something where it, it sounds like you're just not going to have uh, the movies really, really acknowledge it because you're basically telling people that see just the movies going. You have to go watch a TV series to figure out where this is. Uh, wow. ESPN. Oh, of course, it's ESPN. They're all over Star Wars right now. Oh, the. Uh, the morning traffic reporter for ABC Seven was in um, a white dress and the cinnamon bun haircut this morning. Nice. Um, you know, it's funny is they they've Colson has brought uh, May back a snow globe or somebody a snow globe mm-hmm. a few times in the show. So <laughs> I would <laughs> that would be kind of odd but interesting if they did that. Um. Yeah. So. I don't know. I I have mixed ideas about that. I like Shield. I like having more. Wow. Oh, of course, ESPN is going to do it because they're owned by Disney. Um, it's a sweet Boba Fett, though. Um, oh, yeah. Here's the thing: is everything with Shield is fine and dandy until you see Daredevil. No, that's true. And when you see Daredevil, you immediately go, "You know what? If we'd gone back to the idea that maybe we should have this small little rogue group of Shield agents." That are fighting. Could you imagine how perfect the first season of Shield would have been if you would have had the Rogue Shield agents that are swearing up and down that there's this element within Shield that isn't supposed to be there, and yeah. they're treated as crazy people, and then Winter Soldier happens, and you just like you spend the last three episodes of them dropping the mic, going, "What? What's up now?" Yeah, no, that would have been that would have yeah. been amazing. But no, instead you get three months or three three quarters of a season of Doe Eyes looking at Captain America Junior going. I don't think I like you. No, I do like you. Oh, this is so. And then everything got interesting, sort of. Well, they're they're slowly bit. they're slowly correcting mistakes that they made. You can tell. Um. So, uh, free comic book day. How was yeah. that for you? Actually, well, since we're talking Marvel movies, do you want to talk about the weekend? The you box wanna, office. Well, I, well, we're gonna. I want to do a whole show later this week. Well, you can still talk about on box Age of, yeah, of Age of Ultron because I want to give people a chance to see it and everything, and then yeah, no, I'm not, not talking about the movie itself. We're just talking about the fact that it didn't break the Avengers record for the opening weekend. Are you surprised that it didn't break it? Yes, really? I thought it'd be on more screens, so I thought it would do it. Um, I was not only surprised that it didn't break it, but it came twenty million dollars short. Yes, and it's th- four years later, three years later, three years later, three years later. Yes, and uh, it was right. Every, but it did. Every movie theater it, increased their prices last weekend. Yes, and it did come in second for the all-time opening day. Uh, it had eighty-four million behind Harry Potter. And it's amazing Hollis that too. it had that also because Avengers was still on that point where you were still doing midnight and nine p.m. showings. Mm-hmm. Like I made this big stupid rant on, on Facebook about the fact that when you have your film have 6 p.m. and 5.45 p.m. showings on Thursday, April 30th, your release date is Thursday, April 30th. Right. It's no longer May 1st. No, I agree. It's like, that was so stupid. Was well, Harry like, Potter uh, whoa, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows 2 had a thir- a day before. I think it opened on like a Wednesday and did like a day or two early or like did a midnight on that Wednesday. You know, it was open. It, it didn't open on that Friday. It opened like the day or so before. I thought it did Wednesday too because they were afraid of it leaking. Or maybe did a Wednesday and then Thursday was the opening day since it was during the summer. But whatever it was, it it opened. You know, it had an extended opening too. But yeah, I, I did a hundred. Avengers did one hundred eighty four million, which the opening weekend worldwide and you know internationally was two hundred and some thousand or two hundred some million. And usually the U.S. opening is a lot higher than the international. So this is the this is the deadline deadline dot com. Uh, this is it looks like one hundred five today. Disney had exposure to ended up the weekend internationally with a a cumulative total of four hundred and thirty nine point eight million dollars on a weekend pull of one sixty eight point eight million, and it hasn't yet hit China to date. It's worldwide. Uh, cumulative total is more than six hundred and thirty one point one million. 
up by better than expected domestic take of 191. So I guess it went up a little. Yeah. 191.3. That's the less specific markets. Yeah. So it's it's kind of interesting. But they're also saying that the NBA playoffs hurt it. The Pacquiao Mayweather fight. Hurt I think it. that's the biggest thing that hurt it. And the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Derby. I don't think has anything to do with it because it's not that big. The the Pacquiao thing. The Pacquiao Mayweather thing. Because you look at ratings for that sort of thing, you look at buys. Mm-hmm. You know, pay per view buys. The thing with that you have to understand is a lot of that is twenty to thirty people. Yeah, it's a bar that has hundred and seventy people that are sitting in it watching that fight. I think the fight, as much as anything else, had to do with it. Well, Ethan, when we start talking about free comic book day, I'll tell you, Ethan, the John last and hour was much, much different than it was last year. Right. Because I think part of it was that was the start of the. I mean, they didn't start actually fighting until, until nine. Well, no, yeah. it was at nine, but was they, the, the pay-per-view was from six to nine. Yeah, yeah everything started to, at six. But because Ethan and John and I went to the six o'clock showing at Jan's and the theater was half full. Well, you we know where I went when I went on Friday night, it was completely packed at seven forty-five. So yeah. you know around the same time, and you would think that on a Saturday night it would be even more packed. But yeah, it. So yeah, so I, what I it looks saw like it twice is that the, this weekend. The domestic gross was under Avengers. Yes, but it's not outpacing by much. Up by almost twenty million dollars. Well, Avengers, Avengers was, was 208. 208, but this, now it's at 191. So it's still almost $20 million. Yeah. That was my surprise, that it was it was not so far, but far off. But in terms of like it doing internet or, or cumulative. Accumulatively, it's because Avengers, remember, Avengers was number one for like four or five weeks. Yeah. Well, Avengers also, you got to remember that Avengers 2 was opened overseas last week. Right. And Avengers 2 has. Uh, there's more movies people are anticipating to see in the month of May than there were than when Avengers One was in theaters. We shall see. We shall see. Because you got to think, uh, you've got Mad Max in a but week. You also have ten days for Mad Max, or well, it will almost be ten days, yeah, from where it started. Right, and then you have Tomorrowland the twenty second. Yeah, I don't think Tomorrowland's really going to bite too much into it. I don't know. The Do you know the second grossing movie of the weekend? Number two did six million dollars. That, that was that was Avengers two other showings. That was a that's a major major difference between one. Well, and it's two. just yeah. This, there was nothing else that was out there that people wanted to see. Yeah. So. God, the site is amazingly terrible. <laughs> um. So free comic book day. You free mentioned. comic book day. How, first Saturday in May. Always first Saturday. People, so which came first, free comic book day or the big blockbuster movies, first week of May. Free comic book day. Free comic book day is almost fifteen years old. Is it fifteen? Yeah, it was two. Was it about the same year as X Men? Three. So it was after X Men. Yeah. So, because I was trying to, because Beth was asking me which came first, and it's kind of like the chicken and the egg. You know, well, here, let's, they're let's both they they both have like affected each other. Like now, Mar- that's why Mar- one reason my Marvel releases movies the first week of May. I think they release the first week of May because you might as well. You get a jump on everything. It used to be the last week. You used to do it on Memorial Day. It used to be, yeah. But they- now you look at it, it's like you can release a movie whenever and people will go find it. But you don't um, think you I don't think, think the think biggest that helps thing that Marvel- happened with the beginning was doing those midnight showings. Yes, because you used to do it on Memorial Day because kids would be out of school. Right. Um. But you don't think that you don't think that for Marvel, you know, especially doing free comic book, you don't think don't, one helps think, the other? Nope, I don't think they give a shit one way or the other. Uh, free comic book day was started two thousand two. Okay. Um, yeah, started. Uh, uh, Joe Field, Flying Colors Comics in Concord, California. Uh, Brainstorm the event is this big picture calling August two thousand one issue, and then free comic book day started in two thousand two. And coordinated by the singles industry, single largest distributor, Diamond Comic Distributors. What they don't tell you in that article is it's the only distributor. Right. Um, yeah. So free comic book day happened. It was the free first free comic book day was on the same weekend as the opening of the 2002 Spider-Man feature film. Okay. So that's it. It the free comic book day was corresponded with the movie that was already opening. Right. So that's what it was. Is there was already movies opening right there. So the chicken and the egg happened at the same time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, first event was held May fourth, two thousand two. One day of films opening, 
Not all events, uh, not all events corresponded with the release of a film based on a comic book. In 2004, it was held in July. I didn't know that. Really? Moved back to the first Saturday in May the following year. Oh, was because this is the point right in this this 2000s early is when Mikey and I were getting stuff from Pee Wee. No, I think we were still going with Pee Wee in the actual brick and mortar because that would be 2001, 2002 is about where he started. So I don't even know if it had come down here. The first, I don't think the first time I, I remember hearing it was like 2006, 2007. How has it grown? It's um, it's huge. I mean, it's it's a lot of because hey, in the last couple of years, it's gotten really big. Yeah, it's it's one of those things for the industry has kind of taken a hold of it. Um, and now it's not just about releasing stuff that you wouldn't have released or re-releasing stuff. Now you're yeah, well, starting for a long events. Time it was all it was all reprint stuff, and right. that was part of the problem. Was so many of the books were stuff that, you know, it was meant to get you to pick up something else in terms of, well, you already have the first eight pages of it. Here's the rest of it. Yeah. You'll want to go get it. And it just became really annoying to to, to fans because you knew that not only was there new fans that were coming in, mm-hmm. but it was people that were already there. Right. Um, but you're starting events now. Last year, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy expand, you know, uh, the, I, the expansion of the team happened with... Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, with Venom and Miss Marvel, uh, this year you're you have zero for Secret War. And what is it for uh, uh, Convergence? DC's is the Divergence one that uh, kind of gives you a sneak peek of what happens to Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman uh, when you get to the other side of the Convergence event that they're doing right now. Um. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a big huge thing. There's it's it, it, it's something where it's a great day and it's a great event, and families and are embracing it. And families are embracing it and that sort of thing. You get the people that just show up. Just, I just want my free stuff and I want to get out of here. Right. You get a lot of people that show up. Just like my kid's been, you know, bitching about comics for a while and I don't want to pay for them. So here's some free stuff. Sure. But you know, it, it gives you a chance to celebrate it. There's a lot of adults who go. But you also get um, it gets people in the shop. It gets people to identify where the shops are. Yeah, I mean that's the the biggest thing is it's your chance to show off your shop. Yeah, and show kind of what you do best. Um, if you have a nice clean day, that mm-hmm. always helps because it, it always makes your staff look better. Well, I started I started seeing a lot more people on Facebook and a lot of um, you know pseudo celebrities celebrities saying you know don't just go in and and get your free comic books. Actually, shop around the store. Look around the store. You'll yeah, find things. Yeah, majority doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, enough people do. I mean, it's it's a well, big there's a lot day. of time because I mean, there's a lot of time it gets crowded in the shops. Or you know, most shops are it's small. extremely crowded. I mean, it's just uh, there's a lot of people that are out there. Now, uh, have you guys you, thought you about doing like some of the other stores? Well, I mean, I guess you can't really where you are because you have patrons on each side of you, but having the free comic books, you know, separated from the actual shop. To get people, you know, that is the worst thing to do. I I know what you're gonna say because then people won't go into the shop. They don't go into the shop. Yeah, it's been proven they don't go into the shop. That year that we went out to, um, the, there was a year we went out to Golden Apple because Robert Kirkman was there, and uh-huh. then there was a year we went out to Golden Apple when they held it in the back. Remember when they had all those back issues? Right. It was also the year that when we got there, they were already out of everything that they had for free. Comics. Yes, they they had given away everything already. With everything, you had to get through the shop to get to the the parking lot where uh-huh. they were giving away the stuff, but that was it. And you got it, and you could walk out, and you were done. Yeah. So it just doesn't it doesn't encourage anything. The worst thing that you can do, the absolute worst thing that you can do, is hold your free comic book event not in your store. The whole point of this is to get people in right. your store. They're coming because you're telling them, you show up, we're going to give you... Three three comics from two major publishers that are all brand new material, in addition to comics from Dark Horse, Image, Boom, IDW, IDW, and all that. Now, I mean, this year everything was pretty much everything was new material. Right. The IDW is a recap of the Turtle series up to this point, mm-hmm. which you're is a great way to yeah, jump. If on. you're interested in, pick it up. It'll tell you exactly how to get to it. Um. There's the great Teen Titans Go and yep. the, the Scooby Doo. I think the Scooby Doo one was a reprint, but the Teen Titans Go was an original. And that was um, a, that's a great one for the kids to pick up too. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's good kids books, and then you know there's there's a lot of stuff that you know we had some of the older stuff that we gave away too. Well, Beth and I did. We did our tour of you know, of L A. You know, we started with Earth Two, 
obviously, because, you know, that's our home store. Um, but we usually go out and, you know, we hit Apple and a couple others. And Apple had, Golden Apple had, you know, they said, again, they had it separated. Free comic books in one. The store was, everything was 20% off. But you have to leave one to get the other. And you lose, you do, you lose half or more of your customers by not going into this, you know, into the shop. Um, Meltdown, Meltdown's a little bit different store because, you know, yeah, they, have, they don't care about comics. Well, no, they have a front and a back. So, you know, you, you can walk out the back door. So what they do is they have you come in, you get your free comic books when you first come in, and then you have to walk through the store to go out the back door to get out. And they had a, a few tables set up for kids to, you know, sit down and color and do things to be interactive. You know, and they had, you know, obviously they have their artists, they have, you know, their, you know, their authors and everybody there, you know, their writers to sign things. Um, but what you guys do, too. You know, I mean, Earth 2 yeah. does a great job. Uh, that For anybody that is in the LA area and you don't go to Earth 2, you're making a mistake, especially on Free Comic Book Day, because you get some really great artists there. A uh, friend of ours, Livio, was there. Um, mm-hmm. Did You had the Mandos there, too, right? We did. Um, we didn't have as many as we had last year, but we had, we had a good little crew that was there for a little while. That's a lot of fun. We had the superhero customers in the morning. Yeah. Um we got there right as they were leaving because we saw Cap yeah. getting in. We had uh, our uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, um, there's a guy that we have that does um, he does balloon work. I mean, it sounds kind of silly, but when you see his creations, they're amazing. Which, by the, the way, I have to do. thank you very much for not asking me to do Winter Soldier. As hot as it was on Saturday. Yeah, you should have seen some of the Mandos. Holy crap, that would have been horrible. It was hotter last year than it was this year. Yeah, I mean, last it. year was insane. The guy that had the rubber corn mask when he took it off, it was like a yeah dumping a cooler. Um, but no, I mean it's a fun day. There's, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Trust oh no, me. I've worked there's it. With, I've worked it with you. Yeah, I know, but you didn't work the week. No, uh, no, I, I did. I did one year with you. Yeah, I, but you didn't do. Where I went through. I did almost seventy hours this week just to get ready for free comic book day yeah. and including. And also, you, when you when you're there and you're picking up your comics, and and if you get to be one of those people that. It's just like you don't understand why sometimes they're stingy or sometimes they're they're not free to us, right? They, they're not free to the comic book shirts, to the comic book shots. You do have to pay for it. Well, I have to say, Earth Two gave out four per customer, and you could get more if you donated. No, we do five. To, you gave, oh, that's right, you gave five. You do five, and then the divergence is free. The divergence one we don't count. Oh, really? Yep, because our we we have our business basically our business card is on it. Right. So you gave out you gave out five, but normally what you did you gave out five, and then you could donate to the hero initiative, mm-hmm. and you could pick up more. Yeah, you can pick up as much as you want. It's just if you if you get more than five, we ask that you you throw something in there for us to uh, be able to make our donation because almost everything we do now is, is our, our charity work is is the hero initiative. And not sliding the other group. the other uh, shops we went to, because you know they. They have different customers. They, you know, sometimes more or less, whatever. They want to make sure everybody gets something, which you guys do. Um, they were giving three per customer, and is that it, included the problem with that. Yeah, the problem with that is there's there's three major titles, right? And so if that's all you're giving away, because Secret Wars is is not always as important. People are talking about it. People want to see it. The all new Avengers title, which takes place after you know, the other side of Secret Wars, was a big reveal of who's on the team, right? And the divergence, as we said, deals with the three major characters from DC. Once you get past that. If they're if you're limiting it to three, you don't get the cool Bongo comic with the Simpsons in it. You don't get the IDW t- Turtles comic. You don't get, you don't get the IDW um, Transformers, uh, the the new Robots in Disguise series. That the first time that they've shown any of that. I didn't get that coming. one. I wanted that one. Yeah. Um, you don't get the the Fight Club book from Dark Horse, which uh-huh. is the, you know, the Fight Club too. You don't get the Avatar book from Dark Horse. The kids. So. I mean, right there, there's six titles that I just mentioned off that a lot of people were looking for. Yeah. Um, that we had tons of, and we gave a lot of them away. Um, the only one I didn't get that I wanted was the Turtles. I mean, excuse me, the uh, Transformers. Turtles, Turtles. I got the Turtles. Turtles, Turtles. But yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I went to three different shops, had three different experiences. You know, each one was good. Um, that's you know, one thing I miss. I used yeah. to do that. I can't do that anymore. But but it was, used to be fun because, I mean, you, me, and Mikey would always do that, and it was it was great. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. I'm on, I'm on the other side of the counter now. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I I, I love Free Comic Book Day. It, it's fun. I mean, I, I've loved when last year, even though you know I worked with you and I worked the whole time. Like it was fun, even though I worked with you. No, no, that's not that what was, I mean. Yeah, no, that's okay. No, I mean, that's even cool. though I, I worked the whole I'm time a, a and I was boss. on the other side, 
it was fun. No, I enjoyed it's, it's, it. Once you get to that day, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I saw that the, the Ultimate Star Wars Encyclopedia one that we just got. I sold two of those. Yeah. Well, I hand sold them to people. So it's a great day if, if to share your passion. And again, it's comic shops don't go away because part of it is as big as this has become, there's still that feeling when you go in there that it's someplace where you can find other people who enjoy mm-hmm. what you enjoy. So it's a great day for people to talk about everything. And, you know, you know, and, and obviously a lot of people were talking about Avengers. A lot of people were talking about Star Wars. A lot yeah. of people were talking about Convergence. A lot of people were talking about Secret Wars. A lot of people were talking about Walking Dead. So there's a lot out there. Um, which, the by the way, uh, you just reminded me when you said Star Wars with Avengers. Um, if you go see uh, Age of Ultron on the IMAX 3D, you get a Star Wars trailer. It's the only place that has the Star Wars trailer. Yeah, so you it. said that the Star Wars trailer would premiere in front of Ultra. Or Age Thought of Ultron for sure. Because yeah, we didn't, we didn't even get it in our theater. Didn't get it. I went and saw the movie twice this past weekend and didn't get it either time. Yep, didn't get it. I got, but uh, a I friend got of mine, the, my, my friend whose brother works for Marvel, went to the IMAX 3D and I said, "Yeah, there's a Star Wars trailer in front of it." I was like, "Damn!" I don't he know said, if I could see that movie in 3D. To be honest, I'd like to see it. It'd be interesting. Know. Anyway, that's that's a discussion for a different day, I guess. So yeah, um, make sure you guys tune in this week, uh, later this week, because we are going to do our big Age of Ultron. Uh, probably put it up on Sunday morning. Uh, Sunday it'll be Sunday. our discussion of the movie. We'll go in depth. We want to give it at least another week to, or a full week to be out before we release it down and talk about it. Um, so yeah, I guess we're going to wrap things up on that note. Here we are. Gotta go to bed. So Speaking uh, of getting comics. Make sure you check us out on iTunes, tune in, uh, SoundCloud and Stitcher. And please leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate to hear from you. Uh, you can also go to Facebook.com backslash nerdables. I think at this point you should just start using reverse psychology. <laughs> well, I've tried that. It didn't Whatever work. Whatever you do, don't leave us a comment. Also we're you don't uh, want to leave us a comment. <laughs> you, you want to leave us a comment. We should have done that on the Star Wars one. Yeah. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and check out nerdables.com. So for Chris and myself, that's it. That's it. We'll see you next time.